He has an amazing podcast. Listen. He, he, this guy's a lecturer, right? What well, he was. Yeah, psychology. Yeah, yeah. Psychology. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was philosophy. No, he's a. Uh, I don't know. Wait, I know he's a clinical psychologist. Mm. Uh, I'm assumed that is. I'm just assumed that his lecture was on psychology. Yeah, yeah. I know he's he's studied in psychology, or yeah. or he defines it. Right. What he studies psychology, so he probably does do philosophy as well. Guys, mm. I think it's probably tying quite well. Well, yeah, depending yeah. Depending on how you approach it. And he's just interested in everything. Yeah, true. He, yeah, very interesting. Do you see the um the video on him of him on Piers Morgan? I thought he started crying. I don't know what was the conversation about. Yeah, it was um. So he had done a whole interview with Piers Morgan, and then at the end, Piers Morgan asked him a question. I think there was a quote from a lady, um, in a book, and it was kind of it was going after Jordan Peterson. But at the same time, it was going after, like, just kind of men in general, she calls, I think. She mm. says something about incel men, blah, 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 blah. And then, what's it, Jordan, um, what was it, Piers Morgan asked him if this was, like, kind of like a rep- an accurate representation of who he was. And then he was thinking, he was speaking, then he started crying, but people, I think people misunderstand it, that as he was crying for himself, Jordan Peterson isn't the type of person to cry for himself from what I've seen from what I watched it was more like he was crying out huh? I don't think he is yeah it was more like he was crying out compassion for all these alien alienated men you know yeah yeah but that's not the point the point is that on social media like everyone no I shouldn't say everyone but there was a lot of people flaming him for crying I was like really? That is crazy. That is crazy. People are saying, oh, every time I see this guy, he's always crying, which is like... I've seen him cry twice. Yeah, it's like he just doesn't cry all the time, though, does he? I've seen him cry <laughs> twice. That? The first one was because um, there was a lady that was praising him. There was a black lady that was praising him. I forgot her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that I one, think... right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. But she's big in that scene, too. Like, she's doing her thing as well in that scene. But, oh, um, for sure. Um... She was just praising him, and like he just obviously got emotional in that moment. And then the other then, one yeah. about Piers Morgan that's the only time I've seen him cry. So the internet's just been mm. the internet, really. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's bad for other people to see. Like, the thing is, like, you know, you know, the whole men don't cry, like that, that whole idea, right? Right. The thing is, with these ideas, even if you want to get rid of them, if you do anything that suggests that you're in support of those that ideas, it makes it like a million times harder to get rid of it. So if that's mainstream now, and there's already people who have that idea in their brain, it's just gonna, it's just gonna make everything worse. Oh, people, yeah. people use that as yeah, people use it as an excuse. That's why, that's why we shouldn't do it because you're clearly gonna get flamed for it. Like, yeah, that was that was a mess. I don't know why that happened. So you think crying? Let me words properly. I think so it think, requires a certain amount of stability. You know what does like for him to cry. To, and yeah. really he was emotional anyway so he's gonna cry but for him to know his following and then still be able to just let his emotions out like that oh 100% I think it requires a certain stability that he knows that like no matter like for himself let's say like there's all these voices sure but 
in the end, he knows that his own voice is the one that matters the most in that situation. Mm. So he knows to just, like, just let it out. I mean, of course, he's a clinical psychologist, so he probably, he understands more, like, how much it matters if he doesn't let his emotions out in that situation. <clears throat> That's probably one of the things I respect the most. That yeah, It's not that he's crying all the time, it's that he knows that if it gets to a point where it's too much, he's just got to let it out. Mm. Especially a man like a man like him, he definitely understands the type of influence he has, and he definitely understands like anything he says or like this man talks and there's another TikTok. There's always already a TikTok about him. He he understands that. So for him to like just start crying, I was like, damn, I respect this man so much for just openly. It's not even entire. I'm not even going to say that he wanted to cry because no one ever really wants to cry. Like crying isn't a nice feeling, but in most cases, but he just, he just started crying and he knew the camera was recorded and he just started. I was like, fairs, fairs, mad respect. I think how the incident reacted also goes to show that if the internet doesn't agree with your viewpoints, you're pretty much just finished. You're finished. Everything that they try to do isn't, it doesn't apply to you. Mm. The men don't cry, I think it doesn't apply to you. If you don't agree, if you don't agree with them and they don't agree with you, it doesn't apply to you. So mm-hmm. just stay away from the internet, man. For real. Stay away from the internet. From the the internet. Ones numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you can be nice, you can be very loud. There's a bunch of idiots behind the strength. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's weird. How did they, how did they, like, what, how did they get like this? What is the root cause of their mentality being so closed-minded and unaccepting? You know what? I'm not sure because it's extremely ironic. Very. It's very ironic. I think it's one of them ones here where they've probably lived life of, I can't really show my emotion, going on to the internet and they've talked they're surrounded by people who've had the same problem. So when they see it, they're like, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but when they see it, they might be thinking, wait, so I've been surrounded. All these people have the same issue as me where we can't show our emotion. Why is this person showing his emotion? Why is he allowed to do it? Mm. After, maybe, maybe that might be why. That might be one thing. Because the issue with social media is just that they force you to connect to people that have similar ideas force you to see ideas that you're more likely to agree with so like it's one of the ones where if you don't think for yourself you're just going to be surrounded by people that think like you and there's no real progression in most cases agree that's probably this, why you see would you guys say that you think for yourself yes sir yeah how because i agree i do i think i do think for myself but in fact i know i do but how but I'm confident in saying that we're very much anomalous when it comes to that. I'd say so too. So how how is that something you've been able to do? Because really and truly, it sounds. I think. I it think sounds it's cool. Yeah. It sounds cool being able to say you think for yourself. So I'm even without the knowledge of how it works or how what sort of process your brain goes through, people want to do it anyway, even if they're not able to. So how how do you guys how do you do it? How do you do it? I know how I'd answer this, but I want to know how you guys would answer. How do you do it? How does your brain go about it? How do you know you think for yourself? Or how did you get to that point? Both, both, kind of. Both. All right. Um, I guess think for yourself. 
I mean, I've always been taught to research what what I've been taught, and that's in a religious sense. So you'd go, obviously, for um, most Christians, will be church, for Muslims, will be mosque. And then I'm not sure about the other ones. Maybe Jews will be a synagogue. But yeah, so in my case, since I'm Christian, I'll go learn. But you're always encouraged to go back home and then learn for yourself on a daily basis. So no matter what I've learned, I always have to come back and refine that knowledge and start thinking, okay, does this make sense? Ask questions. Why doesn't this part agree with this part? Or is that really the case? So if you're doing your own research, that's like the probably the easiest way if you're doing your own research forming your own opinions then you will learn how to think for yourself number one and number two i think growing up um let's say a lot of people had a certain viewpoint like let's say i'm in, let's say let's say i'm in a group and there's like five people and there's five people in that group so it's me and four other people and the four other people agree on a certain thing and i agree on something different i have a different viewpoint to them i just i just don't let that I don't let it like get to me. Like I will argue my point to those four people. So there being more people, them having strength in numbers is not like it's not of any concern to me. Cause I know I've done my research. I know like I know that I know what I'm talking about. So that's how I got there. And that's how I know that I do it. And yeah, just compare yourself to people on the internet. Like you can just tell these people have never tried thinking for themselves they've never gone away and been like oh let me double check on this information or let me see what i actually think about this information because if you start talking to them about it their viewpoint crumbles and you there's this thing about what's it um strength being on numbers in on the internet it's like yeah you can all back yourselves but if i pick one person out and I tried to have a conversation with them. The conversation would just, it wouldn't happen because they wouldn't be able to make it happen. 100%. I like Islam. No, just, just to add one more thing on there. I feel like, you know, I feel like in real life, if you talk to someone that doesn't really think for themselves, I feel like in school, for example, a lot of people are just sheep mm. and they just follow like what everyone else, like just to fit in. Like, as you get older, when when you start to talk to people one-to-one and they start to think for themselves, I feel like they kind of enjoy the conversations far more mm. and they do. Like if you just to talk about stuff that, you know, that everyone's following. That's probably a fascinating thing. Um, I think for me, I honestly don't even know where it came from. I think it was just the idea, you know how I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm a bit straightforward and honest in it. Mm. So I feel like it was just mm-hmm. based on that, I feel like as soon as I had a thought, I'd let people know what the thought was as if they asked me. Like I would really hold it back. So it was it wasn't a thing where it was I was following anyone or I I didn't want to follow anyone. But it was just a thing that my personality traits made made it known that I think I just say it as it is. Like, even if I was wrong, I would just still just say it as it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I feel like that, that just... Sense. That just kept following through, kept following through. Um, I feel like there's been situations where, in my head, I think the right thing... In my head, I think I'm right. I think there's no issues here. But I've got in serious trouble. It's because 
I've probably been too honest or too straightforward. But then again, it's thinking for myself, like, it's my own opinion, if that makes sense. I so I feel like the fact that I've got in trouble with a lot of people over saying something just probably gives me the idea that I more or less think for myself. And that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm in trouble for speaking the truth. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Well, I know how I do it. I just, I just always ask myself why. That's that's literally all it is. Why do I think? Why am I thinking this? Why do I feel like this? And I think, yeah, that's that's literally all. I think that that's the best way to to sort of qualify, quantify whatever it is. But literally, why why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? Why do I have this viewpoint? Where did I get this understanding from? And you, there's a lot of things that I've sort of left behind and deconstructed in my mind because when I began to actually ask, ask myself why I think like this later on in life, the reasons on a surface level are very valid, but going deeper, they, they're just, they're not strong enough reasons for me to believe this thing or just to take this thing as it is and keep it going. A lot of the things that I've deconstructed in my mind are things that I've picked up from when I was young and um, there's obviously no one to blame. It's literally just how life works. But a matter of just asking myself, why do I think like this? Where, like, it just, if and especially if it doesn't assist me in any way, especially if the ideology doesn't help me in any way, I ask myself why. And that's a lot of, a lot of the time, whenever I'm having a conversation with someone, like Philip said, or whenever I attempt to anyway, and they have this, they have a, a, a thought or, you know, something that, a lot of the time they just want to argue, really. They just want to prove their point. And they they want to feel better about themselves. Not entirely that they want to get their point across. So they want you to believe their point. Or they won't even understand where you're coming from. They just want to prove that they're right. A lot of the time, all you need to do is ask them why they think that. And they crumble. That's what has happened in my case. They crumble. (laughs) And it's like, it's not even that I'm... When I ask why, I genuinely want to understand how, how their train of thought led them to that destination. It's not to try and call them out or anything. I want to actually understand where they're coming from. But they take so much offence in me asking, why do you think this or why do you think that? Which is, I mean, cool, fine, but it's, it's sort of a indication that this thing that, you've, this thing that you want me to understand off you or you want to get across, do you even believe it yourself? Do you even know why you believe it yourself? Or something mm. that you've picked up and something that sort of a, you agree with, in a sense. Mm. It's like they're subconsciously standing on sand, and they know that their foundation is a bit, it's a bit iffy. So they don't want you to question it because you're exposing the fact that their foundation is yeah, just not much of a foundation. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. yeah I mean, the foundation is people. If you're on your own, you don't have people next to you. So W W W W. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, say that again, bro. Hey, say that again. I said their foundation is a bunch of people on the internet. If they don't have those around, and you have them one to one, they don't have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people are scared of. I found this to be quite common when talking with people at university. A lot of people are scared of being alone. Now, I didn't mm-hmm. think it would that be that common, but I understand the feeling of being alone isn't nice. That's why I understood, and no one ever liked the feeling of being alone people like being in their own space 100% but that feeling of learning people get used to it exactly people get people get used to it but people are 
like terrified of being alone and the reason they gave which i it's not like i'm getting onto them or anything I, I, you can't blame them there's a reason they give because they've been around people they, their whole life they have a big family at home uh at school they got a lot of attention and they gave other people attention too it was just a cycle of people around them and then they leave they leave home go to university and the fear of being alone haunts them it it sort of terrifies them to an extent and they just can't fathom a life where they're not around people hence why they try to it leads to them doing things to fit in so, so that they have people around them not entirely that deep down they enjoy this thing or deep down they from a place of within want to do this thing but they are doing these things so that they have the security of people around them. And they know that whenever I want to do this, whenever people, other people are doing this thing, I can join in with them to do this thing so that I have people around me. That's why people get into smoking. That mean, that's no, why that people get so into drinking. Sense. That's why yeah, people get into all... all university, let's be real, that's probably the easiest way. Exactly. It's one of the easiest ways to just find yourself around people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. Agreed. I mean... Yeah, people do a lot not to be lonely or not to mm. be alone. They'll do a crazy amount. Um, maintain bad relationships, relationships that they know are bad for them. They'll maintain it if it means that they don't have to be alone. Mm. One of them ones where, and it's even recently, having come back from holiday, I'm just thinking sometimes, not sometimes, but have the right people around you, it goes a long way. Mm. I why? Why in do you? In terms of quality of life. Why did that come about? Why did that idea come about? That happened because I mean, growing up in it, don't have family around here, so then I gonna have cousins. Have any of that? If anything, I was just spending my time at home with my brothers, or like mm. go out to kick ball with the yeah. youngest and oldest. But then, then again, it was just either kick ball with someone, and I know them because of that, or I'm at home with my brothers. Even then, if there's an age gap between you and your brother, there's always going to be that slight disconnect. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But like that, I was more or less alone. I wasn't like, not that I'm sad about it. I'm grateful for the people I had. I was kind of alone because I had no one that was like my age, if that makes sense. Mm, So very much in your own space. Yeah. But when I go back home, all my cousins there are like a similar age. Mm. Like when you spend time with them, when you genuinely enjoy your time, and then you come back to this environment, there's that this this tiny bit of, I would say, post holiday depression. If it makes mm. sense. Mm. 100%. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're coming back to this life, and then this life is just like on your ones. And to be honest, I've like, I haven't, like, I don't know what it is, but I haven't made an effort to try to chat to anyone. But, but I genuinely feel like I'm either better off being alone here with, and not interacting with the wrong people or who I see as the wrong people and interacting with the wrong people and not feeling alone. Because then I feel like that just goes against everything I've been doing, mm. like for the last how many years I've been honest to myself. That is something that crosses my mind a lot. Like it would be, especially over here, 
it would be nice to have people to do things with but and like there are people that I could definitely reach out to to do things with 100% but in the long run this is this is all going to be something that I enjoy in the moment I get back home or get back into my house or whatever and the feeling's gone so in the long run are these people not entirely of benefit to me but are these people going to help me get to where I want to get in life not really not necessarily It, it would and again in the ideal world it would be nice to have people that sort of um contribute in both ways temporary the temporary benefit in the moment like i mean immediately in person over here um uh, contribute temporarily temporarily to the like feeling of the moment feeling good or whatever that you're with people and then in the long run as well because then it's like it's like an investment that doesn't yeah um... have you guys heard about the um the jeffrey dharma guy uh Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, oh my cool. days. I'm looking like I've, I've seen that the first four episodes of the show, right? Go on. Bro, I'm so mad. I'm so There's one part that just, I am so mad, bro. Have you seen it? I haven't watched it. I've just seen, I know, the only story that I know about is the story of um the guy that, that didn't die. Oh. The, the, yeah, yeah. That's the only one I know about. Um, Oh, I'm so angry, man. I'm so angry. Bro, when I tell you that these police officers are the most incompetent people I've ever seen in my life, it's actually ridiculous. Damn. It's actually so shameless. Damn. Man. I was watching the Jeffrey Dahmer show thinking, oh, I'm going to go into this and this guy's going to be some high IQ killer. Like, there's no way he got away with so many murders. Mm. Nah, bro. Nah, but the police are just idiots. They're just idiots. And he and I think I think they're right Oh yeah, 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 bro, did, bro had it in his house. Yeah, in his yard, body parts, body parts, skulls, femurs. Oh my days, he had it in his house. It's different when it's Flesh. like an exclusive environment. You know, no one can. This was in his yard, and it was a flat, like an apartment. Other guys are living in the apartment too. That's how mad it is. And he go away. Is this based off something real? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Real life, bro. Real life. Jeffrey Dahmer's a real, real person, bro. Real life. You know what's mad, though? I heard. In fact, I'm going to say this is true because the person that this affected actually spoke out about it, to my knowledge. But they didn't actually contact the people that were affected, the families that were affected, before making the movie or making the series. They didn't contact any of them. Yeah, I also heard that. Yeah, and that was a woman that made a statement and she was, it was a bit mortifying for her because when they were, they, they were there was a scene about her in court and essentially how everything that she wore, everything that she said was said in the movie. So it was sort of like she was reliving the moment and reliving the moment is feeling everything that she felt in that moment too. So it was so real for her and she's just quiet. It just hit her a bit harder because it's not even that she's looking for any endorsement or anything because why would you want endorsement after someone that you know is dead? Like, that's that's not really going to heal anything. But the matter of a lot of people's... um, A lot of 
people's parents were affected and it's not like they really consider the children as well because the children are going to grow up and then watch that and then maybe they're even young and then just relive everything that has happened to their parents kind of thing like there was no consideration of there was no humane consideration of the fact that there are people that are affected by this and you haven't shouted them kind of thing which is it's quite Ooh. mad it's quite mad yeah no but that part's kind of crazy yeah you'd think that they at least like ask like is this okay but then again when you think that you can grab money from I don't think they'll be asking any questions that's a problem because mm. the answer would that's have been no in a lot of cases to be fair yeah yeah especially in that case where the person's still feeling mm-hmm to a decent degree it's interesting yeah some reason as humans we love watching this murder stuff and all that mm. all this bad stuff that happens like we like seeing it I don't know mm. where it comes from that thing yes it's very much a thing yeah it's very much a thing I think um mm. one of them okay the one I understand is like and I, put, I think I posted about it a, long, a while ago, but there's there's a cultural addiction to seeing the downfall of others when you're not involved. There's a very much cultural addiction. That's on a sort of, not as deep as this level of, you know, watching people die and all, and all these things. But for instance, when someone is being ashamed on the internet or social media, everyone wants to jump on it. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's involved. Everyone's reposting kind of thing. Does that make sense? <gasps> but then with with these document, there's very much a a large set of people that are very much invested in these documentaries about how, I, I don't know, about, you know, about how people are murderers and all. And I think the main, I don't know, to I guess the people to blame are the people that make these things because... Really and truly, the reality of it is not as glamorized as the way they put it on the screen. It wasn't as if you wouldn't watch it in real life, you'd watch it on a screen. You wouldn't watch Jeffrey Dahmer doing whatever he did to those people in real life, but you'd watch it on the screen because of how glamorized it was, because of how intriguing it was made to look. So I, I guess in I look at it as the people that have made this thing have made it very much. They glamorized it in a way. So that, you know, with all these angles and all these um, different edits to make it look as appealing as possible and to literally grip people's attention and to, tell, and to still pull people back. But in real life, that wouldn't be the case. There's no, there's no way that you could edit real life to make it as glamorised as it was in the movie or in the series. I don't know about the glamorisation point. You don't, you don't think it's the case? I don't think so. Glamorized. I'm not sure. Maybe I've used the wrong word. <clears throat> I guess, I don't know, it's commercial, commercial, commercialized the word? Made more appealing? Yeah, I get what you're saying by commercialized. Because I, I feel like, well, I don't know for sure, but I feel like a lot of these people that make these murder documentaries and stuff like that, um, they don't really make it. I, I feel like they don't make it as much to make people aware as much as they make it to kind of uh we know this is gonna hit 
a lot of people, a lot of people yeah. are watch this, so yeah, we're gonna get yeah, a lot of money for it. That makes That's sense. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. Like, like, it's one thing to educate people on how maybe murderers or how crazy murderers can be. Mm. It's another thing of you, like, making it seem like not glam- glamorizing, but you clearly doing this just for the money, and you knowing that murder, like a murder documentary, is gonna catch people's eyes. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, that makes sense. Like looking at the looking at the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on IMDb is like rank th- rank four. Right. Okay. For this year, and then the next one under it is another person. So there's another do- murder documentary, but mm. the same thing about yeah. So it's like like that might just be because people like it, but I feel like a lot of this stuff is less educational more just we know it's going to bring in the big bucks so mm-hmm. let's make it I mean the fingers of that and I agree but the fingers of that lepers they can just make the case that how else could you make it more educational yeah. and get more people to to watch it I think because um, they're, they're like they're definitely making money on it they're definitely making money but they could just be like hey you know what made a film about this thing and it to be honest is extremely accurate it's very accurate and yeah. it is educational to some extent mm. that's the case they can make mm. yeah just feel I like the fact that you didn't ask for consent just adds to it yeah, yeah that's the thing i was gonna say that, that part is. but then also um the thing of Documentaries have definitely taken a shift into recent, like in comparison to before in recent times. Documentaries now are movies. Documentaries now are series that look like movie. Like if you didn't say, if you didn't tell me that this was based off real life, then I would watch it as a movie, not as something that has happened in real life. That makes sense. Mm. Same, but that docu- might understand anyway. Documentaries before, it was. It would be a person narrating what has happened with different shots. Um, there wouldn't really be any actual voice actor. There wouldn't be actually any actors that are talking. It would just be a matter of different shots showing different scenes that have been made to look like the real thing. But it's in the background of someone narrating what has happened. Whereas now, and I guess in as the times have changed, they've made it to look like a movie, to look, to look yeah. like a... A big production. Now you're there. You're 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 in the moment. Yeah, experience exactly. as it happens. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it's even harder. I remember watching one of the scenes, and it, it was so hard to differentiate that this man that is acting as Jeffrey Dahmer is an actor. He's not the mm-hmm. actual real person that has done this. And there was even a thing I heard about how he fell into depression and his mind will just think coming up with very crazy thoughts because of the position that as an actor he had to put himself in mentally to fulfill the role yeah for real I'm going to spoil it for you you're going to spoil it for me and the people people listening I want to spoil it for you guys yeah okay no wait wait wait, hold on this is this is the warning so if you really want to it's fine yeah no this is a uh, a episode three Spoiler, I think it's episode three. Mm. Yeah, no, but I just wanted to talk about this just like just to 
Just so you understand how incompetent these police officers were, yeah? Because I'm actually so, I'm frustrated about this. Cool. This guy kidnapped a boy, yeah? The boy's 14. Come. The boy looks 14. Cool. The boy manages to escape, but he's heavily drugged. Yeah, so he escaped, he escaped, but he's stumbling everywhere. And then they find the, um, what's it? Jeffrey goes out to look for him, yeah? He finds a kid with two, one lady and her daughter. I think it's either her daughter or her daughters. And with a police officer. Cool. Jeffrey goes up to these people. And he's like, oh, what happened? What happened? And he's like, oh, the woman's trying to explain the situation to the police officer. And Jeffrey just makes an excuse to say, oh, that's my boyfriend. He's 19, blah, blah, blah. And these guys let him go. Hold on, hold on. What's the... What's the hold on. <laughs> hold on. Was the was the guy not like screaming like? Oh no, he's he's drugged. Like the guy's heavily drugged, so he's oh. completely dazed. He's dazed, and he was he was bleeding from his head. Jeffrey comes up, is like, oh wait, that's my boyfriend. We just had a just had a fight. Blah blah blah. Oh, I'm just gonna take him home now. Not only that, they escorted him home. They escorted both of them home. The police officers let Jeffrey take him escorted them home went into his house where all the body parts were noticed the weird smell they noticed the weird smell thought nothing of it left and just called it a day when did this assisted happen murder. nah for real that's third imposter murder. bro I, 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 when I saw that I didn't notice it and they played the actual um, they played the actual phone call because the lady called afterwards because she was very concerned. Like, she was before, when she was with the police officers, she was saying, oh, how can you let this kid go? Can't you see that he's injured? Can't you see that he's a child? Come. They played the um, the actual recording of the phone call that happened. And basically, the police officer was like, oh, there's nothing more than I could do. There's nothing more I can do. I've just squared him home. He said that it was his boyfriend, so it must be his boyfriend. And just was it. I've just squared him home. There's nothing more I can do. The situation's taken care of. And this kid, this kid end up, ends up dying. Because of this, these idiots. <sighs> That's so disturbing. When did this happen? Like, was this in the 2000s? No, it was 19. It was 1968 to... I think it's 68. I remember there being an A somewhere. Oh, so wait, Jeffrey Cameron dead? Oh, yeah, yeah. He got killed in prison. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's actually crazy. That's actually got me... Yo, how is that real life? I was so, bro, I was so disappointed. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way, man. Like, the fact you've seen it, you've seen it in a documentary, but you, you know it's real. Yeah, it's the, it's yeah. a fact that this is real. This is real. These police officers looked at, I, I drugged 14-year-old kids. Like, he's fine. Fine, we'll just take him back. Oh, he was 14? He's 14. I don't even know what to think. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, dis- I'm so disappointed. Um, Let's leave let's leave Jeffrey Dahmer alone. Okay, okay, okay. Before before we end this podcast, we haven't done this in a while. Any piece any words of wisdom you guys have for the people? Words of since wisdom. We do, since we don't have a guest, any words of wisdom? That's crazy. Words of wisdom. Um, do you have any words of wisdom? Anything you've it. learned recently? I don't know what happened. Yeah, I wanna say it, but I'm I d I don't know how practical it can be. <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate what I said earlier. Like, I think one of the prophet's companions said something like this as well. That's why 
and kind of resonate with it a lot. Mm. There's something along the lines of um, being alone is okay, but having good people around you is even better. Mm. So it's like if you're if you are the type of person to spend your time alone, like be willing to seek out good people rather than just sitting in the hole of just being by yourself. Because there are good people out there. I think yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um hold on, you just remind me. You remind me of one. I just remember how to say it. Yes, I remember it. Remember it. Thank you for bringing up the prophet. On the flip side to that point, there's a there's a scripture and it just in I think it's what is it? Corinthians, the first one, fifteen thirty three. Says, do not be misled. Bad association spoils useful habits. So oh, if you're someone that wants good morals. Oh yes, yes, yes. Bad company. Same thing. Good morals. Yeah. Same thing. So there's you just have to take you have to take it with a pinch of salt. You don't want to be alone, yes. But you don't want to trade your useful habits, as it were, for mm. for bad association essentially and okay. make sure to check out my youtube video yeah thanks oh move man uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me answer that one crazy. since my self-motion is actually crazy sometimes subscribe to my tiktok as well subscribe yeah let me not even start um I, what's it it's just put everything in the in the description yeah yeah calm i got you <laughs> um what's it called let me add to that one um the bad company corrupts good morals one calm I was talking to my friend about this the other day because I was just, yeah, you know, thinking. And it's like, com- bad company doesn't entirely mean bad people. Good company doesn't entirely mean good people. Okay, let me explain. So, a person can be an amazing person. Like, this person can be a, such a good person, you know, very nice, helpful, caring but because we are individuals, we are very different and unique individuals. It might be the case where this person that is an amazing person and good person might not be the best company for me. Now, if I'm if I'm around someone that is, if I'm they they might be an amazing person, but this person might just be at a different level in life, and me surrounding myself with them would would have sort of a demotivating presence, wouldn't encourage me to do better in life just because they seem to be doing, they seem to be quite happy with life, they're good, they're a good person and all, but they, they're just at like different level of life, of life to, compared to me. That person isn't a good company, then they're, they're not the best company. They're, I would consider them to be bad company, even though they're good people. Vice versa, someone that is very bad, a, a very bad person, might do a good thing for you and in that moment of them doing that good thing for you they might be considered good company so i don't i would detach good company and good people bad company and bad people doesn't mean you should go and look for bad um good company and bad people that's just stupid now come on now don't do that but um just because someone is a good person that doesn't mean they're entirely the best company for you especially if they're corrupting your good morals. That make them a good person then? You said especially... Maybe, maybe good is not... Maybe 
right the right people then does it make you a good person they might be doing it um out of they might be in their own in, in their they might be doing that thing to the level of their understanding one and two they might be doing that thing at the best interest of you so because they're now doing that thing at the best interest of you i would consider them a good person but they just wouldn't be good company because of the context of the things that they might be doing or might like that might be not be beneficial to you Aha. Uh-huh. okay i understand what you're saying i understand yeah. what you're saying yeah uh, but this is what i have to say to that mm. to that point right when it comes to um good people and bad people this is me personally i make it a personal point not to call anyone good or bad mm. because it's good or bad by whose standards and mm. personally i believe that only god has a right to um very true it's good and what is bad so good and bad is not subjective because if good and bad was subjective we'd be in a very sticky place humans mm. in general would be in a very sticky place no one would be no one would be ever be able to decide what was good and what was bad so when it comes to good and bad i'm like you know what god you decide of course it's his right to decide mm-hmm. and then i decide from from his from from his guidance that's, that's just how I do it. No one is good or bad to me. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. there's no, there's no who's good to me. I can't. I, I make a point not to call someone a good person. I try not to do that. Yeah, I agree. Not to. I mean, yeah, but yeah, no. That's when I said it. I meant it like way for people saying. Um, what was I going to say? No, it's good. It becomes good and bad. It becomes subjective, though. Mm. What do you think good and bad? I'm a bit subjective now. Oh, 100. But should that's, it? That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Hey, 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 hey. That's another podcast. In fact, that's, next podcast, that's that morality. That's everything. Man. Yeah, man. 100. But um, uh, yeah. Thank yeah. You make guys. sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh man. Blank underscore AI. Mm. Leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment if you feel like doing so any constructive feedback please let me hear it and yeah that would be much appreciated make sure you follow quincy's tiktok account quincy's famous now you know breathe. quincy's famous breathe. so you breathe. might want to follow that account breathe. follow that account you know him from the come up <laughs> nah, follow, it, follow it though yeah. follow it though. just search for quincy you'll find my account don't worry you see, that's how famous he is. <laughs> that's all you have to do. Just, just search no up Quincy really. and you just come have on. to type up Quincy. Come yeah. On. Yeah. I mean, those videos so. right now prove it. It should. It should. But um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, stay blessed. Stay blessed. <laughs> Why is this guy laughing, bro? Because <laughs> I didn't have to think of anything else to say other than stay blessed. Why are you laughing, bro? Uh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Bye, guys.